Oh my gosh, Mom, that sounds like the smartest thing you've ever said. Well, I got it on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't come up with that one on my own. You're listening to Paleo Pep Talk? Let's get real. I'm Chelsea, owner of Paleo Pep Talk, and a 20-something graphic designer living a big city paleo life. And joining me is my multi-talented mom, Lori, traveler of the open highway, living a small town paleo life. Join us here every Monday morning as we share our simple, real-life tips and tricks to add the fun into paleo. Now, let's remember our disclaimer, we're actually not nutritionists, doctors, or trainers, just your average mother and daughter sharing our thoughts and experiences about being paleo. Please consult the doctor for any health concerns you may have. Now, welcome to our Paleo Party. You're listening to episode number 40. Woo! Yay. The one about holistic home and garden remedies. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I Why only laugh because. So well, because we, you know, we were trying to figure out what to call it because you oh, didn't yeah, want to use the word pesticide. Because we were like, maybe we should just call it the one about killing the things that you don't want. That's right. (laughs) Killing the stuff you don't want. And then we got on a whole tangent about, uh, you know, true crime and, you know. O.J. Simpson. (laughs) O.J. Simpson, basically. So, but that's not what we're going to talk about. Not killing people that we don't want. No, not killing killing people, just (laughs) killing the pests. (laughs) <laughs> pests that we don't want. The bug pests. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the insect type. <laughs> That's right. And I'm so excited because I have so many things to say about this because of something new that I'm very excited to talk about. But. Yeah. Um, where should we start? Um, well, let's talk, because it is summer, and uh, right now, a lot of people have already put in their gardens and stuff, but right now, one of the things out for a lot of people are mosquitoes and stuff like that, so uh-huh. let's just talk huh? about that kind of stuff first. Do you want to yeah. do that? bug repellents. Okay. Bug repellents, yes. So... And this also should fit in really well with some of the stuff that you're excited to share, because... I know. It is going to fit in perfectly. <laughs> so, okay, so let's just... Why don't you talk about... Because we actually uh, broached this subject a few weeks ago, and your friend had just had a baby uh-huh. uh, that week that we were doing uh-huh. our podcast that you were going to get some information on essential oils from I when was. we were talking about wellness-type yes. stuff. So and wellness so you're episode. finally... Yes, so you are finally able to connect with her, and yes. so why don't you share kind of what you've been finding out? Okay. Well, this whole essential oils thing, I'm sure, I never really realized until I started researching it more that it's so connected with paleo, and I really understand why now. Um, a lot, a lot, a lot of people, or or the other way around, if you do essential oil, you can think about it either way. If you are an essential oil person, you're probably really healthy or if you're really healthy, you're probably also really into essential oils. Because I think they kind of go hand they in connect. hand. They connect. They go together. Yeah. They go together. Now, my only other life connection to essential oils, I was going to ask you about this. And I don't even think it was essential oils. I'm not sure what it was. <coughs> Remember when uh, Jill worked at the body shop? And we had yes those the candle things with the oil. Right. Was that essential oils? I'm not sure that they were officially essential oils. They were more scents. 
Okay. Like, uh, Right, just smells. to make the room smell good. Okay. Right. So we had right. these little candle burners. You've probably seen those before, and you drop the oil on top, and then the candle burns, and it makes it, the room smell yummy. Okay, that's the only thing right. I've ever known of anything that had to anything to do with essential oils. Right. So, my best friend Valerie from college, she has really gone into this lately, and I've she's been posting about these essential oils and how great they are, and, like, we're usually pretty on the same wavelength and about each. She actually is the one that introduced me to the Whole30 to ever begin with. Um, and so oh, I... Oh, it was, it was her. Okay, I didn't realize it was Valerie, she yeah. was the one. Okay. Um... And so I was like, hey, you gotta tell me about this. So we talked about it for maybe five minutes, and then there I was ordering a starter kit. <laughs> so now I. And where did you order your starter kit? Essential oil people. Okay, so I. Um, that's actually one thing I wanna talk about too, just really quick. I'm not like trying to sell anything, but um, Valerie does her. She's selling essential oils through um, this really, really great company that's called. Young Living, and there's a million different kinds of essential oil companies, and I'm sure they're all great. One of the most popular ones is doTERRA. That's the one that I usually see the most of. I'm sure doTERRA is amazing. I mean, there's different reasons for people to pick different ones, but um, the Young Living, I asked Valerie, I said, why did you pick this one over the other ones? Because how did you even know? And so she said she tried a few of them, and she really did like the Young Living scent. But the two really cool things about Young Living are that one... They own all of their farms. Oh, wow. And so they they actually own it all, and they are able to make sure that every single step of the process is done correctly. There's no pesticides, no added anything. It's all very pure, and they have what's called um, a seed. They uh, it's called seed to seal. And mm-hmm. so it's okay. they're like cool. certifying that from the seed to being in the bo- in the bottle in your hand. Right. It is one hundred percent a natural process. That's awesome. Um, and then the other awesome thing about them is that they also have the um, Young Living Foundation, and mm-hmm. so they um, have a foundation that x amount of percentage of the money that they make goes to um, uh, orphanages and um, different. Oh, cool. Uh, there's a there's a brand called Soul Hope that actually Valerie really likes too, and she didn't even know they're connected. That makes these um, shoes, and I think it's women in Africa. I'm really sorry if that's not right, but it's somewhere a third world country, and they um, okay. they actually provide well, they provide monetary money as well, but um, also like essential oils for like classrooms and helping for um, helping with wellness and all that stuff. Anyway, so that's why this cool. com- the, she chose this company, and so I. Just decided to order through her. Anyway, so got my starter kit this week, and I was, again, this is like when I started CrossFit, I was like, oh, this is fun, whatever, it's going to be fine. And I'm not going to become one of those CrossFit people, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I became one of those CrossFit people, same situation, I'm not going to become one of those crazy oil people I see on Instagram. Well, that's probably not true. Probably well on my way there. <laughs> I've made a few Amazon orders in the past few days, so... Yeah. Um, <laughs> Anyway, so I got this. The starter kit comes with ten oils, and they do everything. There's literally yeah. one for everything. I honestly yeah. can't believe it. So I've been diffusing lavender at night, and it's honestly been helping me sleep. And another weird thing is they tell you to put one drop of it on each big toe because it's some sensor in your brain that helps you sleep. Blah blah blah. So I've been doing that. Um, I've been putting lemon in my water, which is amazing. Um, I've been diffusing peppermint and lemon in the morning, which helps you wake up. Like, 
There's one that for oh, digestion. Cool. It's called Digize, and you put it on your tummy, and it helps with digestion. The lemon is supposed to help with, like, your metabolism. I mean, awesome. there's literally something for everything, and... A lot of it is what we're about to talk about, and I'm so excited because I'm about to start doing all these things because I got my bottles from Amazon tonight so that I can <laughs> make all of these fun blends. <laughs> so, if Yay. you're interested in any, any essential oils, you can reach out to me and I'll connect you with Valerie because it's really great, and uh, I had no idea that essential oils did so many things, and they're all sure. so good for you, and it's, I mean, it's pure oil from these different plants, plants and absolutely they are just the the best that you can get for yourself and for your house and for cleaning products and i mean everything that we're going to talk about so that's just yeah. a little disclaimer about how exciting that is so yes i mean plants are uh it's just incredible you know what plants they're they're all here like everything on the earth i believe everything that's here on the earth is actually for us to use to and to use, you know, uh, responsibly, but mm-hmm. to use for our health, for, you know, I think it's all, you know, there's a saying and I can't remember who it was that said it now. I should know this, but it's like, uh, let your uh, plants be your medicine, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, there's so many benefits from plants and, and animals also, but I mean, animals are more for our nutrition uh, and plants too, but there are so many healing properties in the plants of the world. You know, it's yeah. just amazing. Yeah. And they've I mean, all, reading about all these, been, everything yeah. that this stuff does for you and for your house and they even have ones for animals. So maybe snowflake can be calm again. <laughs> We're hoping we can fix Snowflake so that she's, <laughs> he's not so crazy. Yeah. And he he hasn't been like, crazy in a while, but you never know crazy. when he's going to strike. I know. Okay, so let's start with bug repellent. I found a really fun, um, you can definitely make it, which you might have a recipe for that, but I found a really fun one that is made that is called the Fight Back 2 Spray. And Ooh. it's made with lemon eucalyptus yep um oil of lemongrass rose geranium and let's see cubeba excuse me however you say sorry i'm coughing you're fine okay how did you how do you spell that uh let's see l-i-t-s-e-a and the last word is cubeba C-U-B-E-B-A. Okay. <laughs> and what anyway, is that? So Did you look it up this... to see what that is? Well, no. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. It's, um, it was, I found it on Mark's Daily Apple, which is like a paleo website. Okay. And, okay. um, it's, uh, from a brand called Mission Essentials. It's mission-essentials.com. Mm-hmm. And, okay. uh, yeah, so it's, apparently, I read the reviews about it, and it's supposed to be, it's D-E-E-T-free, alcohol-free, and centronella-free. Yep. yep. So, it's basically just, again, it's essential oils mixed up right, with water. Right. So, if you have those essential oils, lemongrass, lemon eucalyptus, rose geranium, and that weird one I can't say, if you have yep. those, you can make it. I also read that just lemon eucalyptus, one part of uh, yeah, lemon eucalyptus oil to ten parts of witch hazel 
or sunflower oil. Witch hazel is nice because it'll dry on your skin. Okay, so can you uh, explain quicker. to me? I keep seeing witch hazel in all of these like uh, essential yeah. oil things I'm looking up. What the heck is yes. witch hazel? Um, just you can go find it at the drugstore, CVS. It's just uh, it's in a uh, it's I I can't think it's it's a alcohol base or I I don't want to say alcohol. I, I don't know. It's hard. I. I don't know the technical thing. What I do know is it what it does is it's a good way to uh, mixer to spray stuff on, and then it dissipates quickly. It like dries your on your skin, mm, like okay. it doesn't stay oily. Like some of these things, you can oh, it doesn't stay add oily. Oil, yeah, so it's not oily. So okay. um, I can look up the definition real quick, but yeah, you can do um, the lemon eucalyptus just alone, or um, you could even do you know surprisingly enough, lavender oil sounds like it is the do all be all for everything, and I've got a bunch of lavender plants in my lavender uh, seems seriously yard like too. it fixes everything in your life. That's a Valerie yeah. also said <laughs> you can use it for I know. anything. It's, a, it's an astringent. So witch hazel is an astringent compound produced from the leaves and bark of the North American witch hazel shrub. Hmm. Obviously, um, the witch hazel shrub. So. And you can use it on your skin. It it helps. It's got a ton of benefits. But huh. anyway, but it's an astringent. So. Um, okay. But what's nice is that it does dissipate. Like if you have it in a sprayer, with it allows you to to get the lemon oil to your skin, but then it dissipates itself. You know. Okay. So, yeah. So you'll see that a lot usually in in this kind of stuff. But yeah. So well, those cool. are a few ideas you can use. And then also, I found another bug spray. Actually, this is called Budapest. <laughs> I just got it when I said it. <laughs> get it. <laughs> Budapest. Yeah, Budapest, yeah. But, but it's like boot, B-O-O-T, a pest. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> They're funny. Guess who makes this? You should figure who? it out by the name. Uh-oh. Who? Primal Life Organics. Oh, Primal Life. With the Life, Dirty yeah. Poo. <laughs> yeah, the Dirty Poo. Okay. They're the Dirty so Poo Company. So they have one, a bug spray that's called Budapest. Like Budapest out. Um, and it's also D-E-E-T. Deet. They could just call it DEET. They call it DEET. DEET. Free. Yeah. DEET. Oh, it has witch hazel, thyme, lavender, rosemary, catnip. That's interesting. Peppermint. I did read. Tea tree. Go ahead. Lavender. Yep. Oh, and they have a special pregnancy formula as well. Yeah, some of the essential oils that I found that they say for bug sprays were cinnamon oil, thyme oil, the lemon eucalyptus, lavender, and tea tree, and there was a couple of the catnip, the uh, a couple of those. But the thyme oil is a big one. They um, and here's a hint for all you people that are still haven't done your camping trip that you're going to do all your fun camp meals and you're going to do your hatchet throwing contests and everything. <laughs> is take some thyme leaves and throw them in your campfire and it will oh. keep the mosquitoes away from the campfire. Oh my gosh, Mom, that sounds like the smartest thing you've ever said. Well, I got it on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't come up with that one on my own. Well, that seems very smart. Good job, internet. Yeah, but you can just put like uh, four drops of that oil in a jojoba oil, which is a nice oil. I I use jojoba oil. It's mm-hmm. a nice oil on your skin. Or five drops in water and spray it on in, with the thyme oil. Thyme oil is apparently, and it's spelled T-H-Y-M-E in case yeah. people don't know what I'm talking about. Um, 
and it is very effective, I guess. For and I had never heard of that one, so That's great. I was excited about that. Yeah, um, uh, for that. So. Well, that's yeah, a very I mean, fun there's one. a lot of really cool ones, and I suppose combined, they're probably you know really effective too. Yeah. Are you? Do you have a mosquito? A lot of mosquitoes in New York's in the city? Um, no, not really. We have We're lots not of having other a lot fun this bugs, year. but we don't have mosquitoes. Well, I mean, I'm sure there's mosquitoes out there, but they don't. I don't have a problem with them. Yeah. Okay. I we I thought because of how wet our spring was that it was going to just be awful here, but it's just not seeming to be. So I'm kind of surprised. But. Well, also summer always it's still not even halfway through summer. So yeah, well, that's know. true. That's true. Um, um, okay, so, so anyway, let's move okay. on to the plants. Okay. Um, do you have? Anything well, uh, I, well, for pesticide, homemade pesticides, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff that I have listed, just ideas, but um, neem was kind of the number one. It's a, it's a, it's supposed to be it? the most, it's called neem, N-E-E-M. Oh, and it's yeah, kind I of saw cons- that. Yeah, it's kind of considered the most powerful pest controller on the planet. You can use a half an ounce of organic neem oil and a half teaspoon of liquid soap and two quarts of water. And a lot of the ones at home, the home oil or the home ones for plants, the reason they need a little bit of soap. And the reason for that is it helps it stay on the leaves of the plants that you're spraying it on so that it actually can affect the bugs that are on it. So you mix that up and you put it in a spray bottle and then you spray your plant. Yeah, you spray your plants. And neem is a bar. It's an oil from a bark, an in uh, from an Indian from India or something like okay. that. I anyway, but that was kind of a biggie. There's a bunch that you can do. Uh, there's salt sprays using Himalayan salt. I mean, you can look these up. Um, for ants, you can use uh, ten drops of citrus essential oil, cayenne pepper in warm water. For slugs, you can use. Uh, Orange oil with warm mm. water, you know. So you can you can look these up. Eucalyptus oil works for flies, bees, and wasps. Um, you know, so there's a whole bunch of, and and you know you can look up all the exact recipes, but they're pretty much different. Like you're saying, essential oils, mm-hmm. um, and they're very you know effective against the. And a lot of times, even just soap in a sprayer, um, a good organic soap and water on a lot of plants. Coating the leaves will kind of help get rid of some pet, kill the pests, you know. White fly, it seems like I used to use, one year I had white fly um, on some, I think it was some roses or something. Anyway, and I White flies? They're called white fly, yeah, it's a pest that's a a pest that gets on some plants. Is it a fly that is white? Yeah, they're little white, like white flies, but it it wasn't on a plant that you eat. So you put soap on that. But again, if you're using it on a plant where the the green is what you're eating, you're going to want to wash them really well, you know. And a lot of the homemade pesticides, just keep in mind that they're, you know, you have to reapply them often if you've got like a big rain comes or mm-hmm. something like that. You know, oh, because it washes them off. Because it washes off. Yeah. But, um, but what did you, uh, th- those are just a few ideas, but what did you find? Well, I did more for after, like I thought you were going to do that, so then I did more for washing, once you get them, washing them. Uh So I found a few different uh, homemade fruit and vegetable wash sprays. 
Um, okay. But, um, so this one is for uh, hard-skinned fruits and vegetables, like apples, oranges, cantaloupe, grapes, right. cucumbers, blah, blah, blah. So, uh, one and a half cups filtered or distilled water, three-fourths cup organic apple cider vinegar, one tablespoon baking soda, and ten drops of lemon essential oil. Which I've been using lemon. And Valerie told me that the lemon she uses for literally everything, for washing all surfaces, and apparently the lemon essential oil cuts grease really well, too. Well, lemon is considered kind of like the witch hazel, an astringent. Mm -hmm. Lemon can be used to, like, if you put lemon on something, it'll end up being, and you wash it off, it'll end up having that, like, squeaky, clean feeling Mm -hmm. to it, you know? That's, um... So it's like an astringent. Well, and the lemon um, so. and the apple cider vinegar together, that must be Oh, an apple cider pretty vinegar powerful. or any vinegar. I'm probably going to yeah. make this one in one of my little spray bottles because that yeah, sounds no, like it's... a great one to have. Oh, um, absolutely. And then there's another one that just well, says... Well, because I don't... And let me just uh, add this. I don't know if you're aware, but you know how you go to the store and like you're talking about the hard... Uh, ones like apples and stuff like that in the store, they always look so pretty because they're actually polished up in the store. Like sometimes you'll catch the people like polishing them Polish up him. and they yeah. put like a wax or kind of an oil on some mm. of the vegetables mm-hmm. to make them look appealing and pretty. So that's why you want to, besides for that they've come from, I mean, okay, I have, uh, in my trucking world, I have sat, I sat, I, oh my gosh, my English is bad today. <laughs> I, your English, what other language do you speak? Well, my grammar, not English, sorry, my grammar. <laughs> I was in a field where they actually, my truck was sitting there and people were picking strawberries and actually they were going from the picking of the strawberries and we were just sitting there waiting to get loaded from the people picking strawberries out of the field in California. I mean, literally that, uh-huh. like, we were sitting in a strawberry field with our mm-hmm. truck, basically, and getting loaded. Well, you know, yes, they're straight from there, but people are touching them, you know. who, you know, yeah. uh, There's a process, and so you want to wash all that stuff off, you know. Well, I have a really funny foods. story to tell about fruits in the, in the, in the <laughs> store. So, what? probably no one else in the world except for my family does this because I have been questioned about it my whole life and people think I'm so weird. But (laughs) we wash bananas before we eat them. (laughs) Because when I was little, my mom would tell me when we'd go to the store and we'd get the bananas. Do you know what I'm going to say? Is it? I'm not quite sure, actually. (laughs) You have so instilled this in me that I'm almost 27 and I still wash my bananas. No one else washes bananas because I you're know. not eating the peel. No, but you're when not. I was little, my mom and so I can't remember why. My mom would tell bananas. me about how when the banana farmers were picking the bananas, they oh. wouldn't get off of the ladders to pee and they would just pee on the bananas. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't remember I telling you that. It's like instilled in my brain. I think you dreamt that one up. I think the whole idea is once you touch anything that... 
Well, you know, when these people are, I have to say, you know, it's not their fault. When they're out in the farms and stuff and picking all day, you know, oh, I think they do go to the bathroom and stuff out there. And so everything gets passed, you know, from our hands, whether it's uh, you and I or, you know, mm -hmm. we scratch our head and then touch stuff. And then, you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, so I think we would just wash the bananas just because we were going to be touching them and then touching other food. That was the whole idea, I think. Well, all um, I remembered was the peeing part. <laughs> I don't actually remember saying that specifically. I, I promise you, you said I, that. You have, I think you sometimes you have really strong dreams about stuff and think that they're real. But Okay. I mean, you know, and what's funny about that is when I was a kid, I, and I remember this like it was yesterday... My family, we drove to Arizona for a vacation, and we were, um, I was kind of hamming it up a little bit, I think. I was the youngest, and we were taking pictures, and I fell into a prickly pear in Arizona oh. at a rest stop. I remember it, and I remember, oh my gosh, it was the worst, and then pulling the little things out of my rear end and everything. I remember it being <laughs> I like, remember you so me. awful. My mom does not remember this story. <laughs> She swears it never happened. <laughs> okay, well, and I like, inherit that from you. <laughs> Does Aunt Debbie remember? I don't think anybody remembers. <laughs> I remember it You've very told me specifically. That story before. I know. I remember it, but my mom does not remember. There's a lot of stories I tell her that she's like, I do not recall that. So, you know, who knows? <laughs> well, but. anyway, wash your bananas is the moral of the story. Well, you know, the food comes... Bananas are not grown in the United States, so there's no... Yeah. Even in the United States, there may not be a lot of controls in the farms on stuff, but there definitely aren't as much from out of state. And just know that, you know, other countries have diseases and stuff that we aren't used to, that we don't have, that, you know, and we touch stuff and put our hands in our mouth and stuff like that. It doesn't hurt to wash the stuff that you get from the store. Yeah. You know. It's so. true. So that sounds like a really good little... Is that the only one you had, the little um, spray? The spray, or yeah. I mean, one? I looked up others, and they were honestly the same. It was all the same. Pretty much the same, yeah. Yeah. It's they good to have a vegetable spray. So that's a great... Um, and I got that recipe from a website called don'tmesswithmama.com. Oh, that sounds like a fun one. It's Don't a great mess one. with mama. Yeah. No, that's, it's great to have a, something to just wash your veggies with. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, another thing of about, since we're talking about washing, yes. is, so, I think that it's only via Young Living Essential Oils that has this, this blend, but they have this blend that's called Thieves um, Essential Oil, and it's a blend that they have, and it's clove, lemon, cinnamon, eucalyptus, Radita and rosemary. Okay. And Ooh, they have an is. entire cleaning <laughs> supply line oh, made okay. with this essential oil. But they also say, sure. I mean, you can obviously just make it. Um, if you have the essential oil, you can use it to make right. it. But they have it for literally everything. Toothpaste, soap, dishwasher cleaner. Um, oh, cool. Everything. So it's very apparently cool. also a really powerful blend that um, cleans very well, too. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. 
Um, oh, and um, then earlier I was going to mention, you mentioned ants, which was very funny, because yes. this morning, one of my friends comes into work, her name's Carrie, and she comes in, and she's been having ants in her apartment, and she, like, got all this bug spray, blah, 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 all this stuff, and she comes in this morning, and she's like, the ants are back, I don't know what to do, and I turn around, and I was like, Carrie, have you Googled holistic ways to get rid of ants. <laughs> and everyone laughed, and they were like, Chelsea, that's so silly. And I was like, no, seriously, have you Googled it? So we literally Googled it, and the first thing that popped up was this, like, recipe of white vinegar and, like, lemon yep. that's supposed to get rid of, it's yeah. like, miracle get rid of ants. And yeah. so I was like, Carrie, you gotta go home and try this. She's like, I gotta go to the store and get some white vinegar. So yep. she's trying it tonight, and I can't wait to hear in the morning if it worked or not. But yeah. so that and that's in her apartment. So if you have apartment yeah. ants, it said that the white vinegar would make the ants come out, and then you it would it's going to kill them, and then you can just vacuum them up or whatever. So right, um, that's interesting. In an apartment to have ants, I find that interesting. Usually in a house, you'll have them. They'll be outside in the yard, and then they'll well, come in looking. Like well, it depends on the kind of ant, you know. <laughs> huh. There's everything what? in apartments. It doesn't yeah, matter. Well, yeah. <laughs> there um, is any kind of animal. Well, and one of the things that... Oh, where is it? One of the things that I read about, talked about, that it was good for... I think it was in my natural pesticide thing. Shoot, that was good for um, cockroaches. Oh, yeah, that's I can't remember too. which one it was. Also, the other thing we just wanted to talk about was herbicides, which is killing weeds. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and so, and now it was kind of interesting because the first two, the first three that were listed were kind of interesting to me because just boiling water will kill. You could just pour boiling water on your weeds. Um, really? And that's it not going to kill, kill the weed. It'll just kill the weed oh, kill right the where weeds. it's at. What if yeah. your weeds are mixed in with your flowers? Well, and that's just it. You have to do it. But, like, that boiling water is good for, like, my situation where I have cracks in the sidewalk and there's weeds growing and up through weeds. them. Or really? if you have a patio, like an outdoor patio that has weeds coming up, like, say, between your, say, if you have slate, raw, you know, slate yeah. or different things like that. You could just use uh, boiling water on that. Um, you can also have do fire so if you want to practice your like some paleo fire starting skills you, could... <laughs> you can just set them on fire you could just sit and set them on fire um but i mean that just was a little obvious i was just kind of like okay well but that's not you know okay i could sit and <laughs> okay. burn them all day and just sit you know and light them on fire but no probably not gonna happen <laughs> um you can do salt one part of salt to eight parts of hot water and put it in a little sprayer the salt water too much salt will kill anything including including humans and um, slugs so, i love putting salt on slugs and slugs i know i know poor, poor slugs. little slugs but poor you know, slugs. i mean you know i'm sorry but if people sit there thinking that we're mean you've never lived in seattle washington because everything mm. is covered with slugs. slug goo and they're disgusting they're and i mean they are cute okay they're cute little animals but i'm they're just are it's they? the worst you step you can't get them out of stuff so if you get them on you or you step on one or Ooh. it gets in something it it it's the it's worse than pitch you know how pitch is you know yeah. to get out slug goo is just disgusting yeah. so yes you can put salt on them and watch them shrivel up and it's <laughs> i know it's mean 
Um, but the other thing, and you've already touched on this, and this is huge for killing, and there you farmers use it a lot of times, but is white vinegar. And the mm-hmm. store, the white vinegar you get in the store is five percent uh, acidic. The you can also get a variety at a a garden center that is 20% acidic, beware, mm. because it can be harmful to your eye, skin, and lungs. It's very oh, strong. Wow. But it is natural. And um, But you just use white vinegar, full strength. In You can add a little bit of soap um, if you want just a drop of soap, because the soap, again, will help it stick to the leaves of whatever you're trying to kill. But you put it in a spray bottle and spray it on those uh, weeds, and it will kill them, it, but make sure that you don't get it on your plants that you want to survive because they They will die (laughs) (laughs) they're not gonna make it but white vinegar is actually a great vinegar is an amazing thing actually it's really you know it's got a lot of uses for yeah a lot of things in fact white vinegar you can use if uh, in fact there's a recipe i think it was might have been in martha stewart something a while uh, like years ago you know because you can use white vinegar to clean your windows Mm-hmm. Um, your glass and stuff, and I think you can put a little bit of essential oil if you want in there to for the smell, like lavender or something. Probably some lemon or lavender, yeah, or le- or lemon or something. Um, but anyway, but you can use that even just for windows. But white and white vinegar also you can use in your vegetable wash. Like you could put your vegetables, like say you're doing um, berries or grapes or something like that. Put them in a bowl of water. Put a little bit of vinegar in there, and you know, kind of. Squish, you know, like, uh, you That's know, good. agitate the water a little bit and drain it out, you know, because it's not going to mm-hmm. hurt you. Um, but yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that's an fun. Easy well, kind of clean that kind of stuff. I learned a lot of fun, exciting things. And yeah. I hope that this well, was helpful for you guys. I think it was a fun yes. one. Yes. Well, I was, gl- I was glad to hear about your essential oil uh, quest and uh, what you're learning about all that. So yeah. Now, uh, w- one other question: Did you um, ever use the a uh, dirty poo? Oh yeah, I From, do use the dirty poo. You do use it. Okay, good. Yeah. And you like it? Oh yeah. I've been using. The dirty poo. Their I guess we never talked about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah and I use the toothpaste too. Yeah. Yeah. I love the dirty toothpaste. poo is great. It's so funny because it feels. <laughs> so dirty <laughs> yeah when you're putting it on like it feels like it doesn't it's not shampoo it doesn't it doesn't right it doesn't bubble up, up and i i feel right. like it's not right and then my hair kind of feels kind of like coarse almost after i'm done washing it but when i dry it it's like so nice and soft it's so weird yeah it's so weird yeah. so yeah weird. i love the dirty poo you just have to yeah. make sure you get it because it kind of goes all over your shower if you don't pay attention <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and then there's gotcha. dirt well, everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and then there's dirt everywhere. Yeah, yep. oh, that's awesome. Um, and also, I just was gonna um, highlight because I've never done this before. Is I actually have an Instagram account um, that just kind of highlights. So there's some personal stuff, but mostly it's trucking my trucking life. Um, it's so, so good. You can, you, everyone should go follow her. It's on. It's called On the Open Highway. Uh, Instagram, it's just all one word, on the open highway. On the open highway. And um, I don't post a lot, so you won't get, like, filled. I post, I think there's probably, like, what, 40 posts in the last two years. <laughs> probably, <laughs> but they're Maybe. good. It's just when I see something fun, like I saw the Dirks Bentley, you know, truck the other night. Uh, yeah. You know, sometime. I mean, I see a on lot the road. of them, but I, 
a lot of concert trucks going down the road, but I don't always get to take a picture because they're not stopped. And this was actually at a truck stop. So it was like, yay, like the Taylor Swift. That was like oh, my primo one was there yeah, was like eight trucks. Yeah. I know. Eight trucks for the Taylor Swift Red. It was that long ago. Yeah, the Red Tour. The Red yeah, yep. the red tour. And I was like, oh, I'm so excited. That was so, so cool. I remember that. Because I went to that yeah. concert, and I think it was right after I had gone to it. I think so, saw yeah. It. Yeah, and actually it was in Beach, North Dakota that I saw those trucks. That uh, was and, so I cool. mean, that's like the most random place to see concert trucks. So uh, they were on I don't their know way where they somewhere. were I think for... we had looked it up, and they were on their way to Canada. It might have been something like that. Yeah. 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 But uh, anyway, so on so the open cool. highway... Yes, is my so go and I and I show there's some personal things on there. Some of my construction projects are on there actually too. Yeah, so. My mom is actually an amazing wood maker, crafter, everything that you could <laughs> ever imagine needing to do in your life. Just <laughs> She's making a really cool chandelier out of stuff. ball jars right now that I'm gonna get to help with a little when I go home, and yeah, yeah. and then we'll be doing out a few what? podcasts from standpoint. Chandelier out of what? <laughs> Ball jars. No, it's not ball jars. What are they? What do you mean? The Edison bulbs. The Edison. It's got Edison bulbs. No, it's not ball jars. It's out of an old tractor sprocket. Oh, yeah. It's out of a a tractor sprocket. A tractor gear thing. But yeah, I'll put a picture when I get it all done. I'm excited to get it done because I'll take a picture of. uh, Yeah. I actually put a picture of my dining table there, but now I'll. Yeah, she just made her dining room table and benches, and they're beautiful. So you should go. They actually, I'm so enjoying them. Okay, so next week we're going to have an episode that's going to be really fun, and it has really nothing to do with either of us, but I think it will help a lot of you. And we are (laughs) going to do an episode that is about paleo for kids. So, um, fun ideas to have your kids eating paleo and how to make it fun for them and resources that you can go to and see. So if you have kids and want them to be eating paleo, um, then that will be a fun episode for you to listen to. Yep. Yay. Okay. Well, have a great week and we will be back with you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you, thank you, thank you guys for hanging out with us for the past half hour. We are so grateful to have you all here with us and listening along. If you loved partying along with us today and want to share it with your friends, please do. You can listen to our podcast on iTunes and you can follow us on Instagram at Paleo Pep Talk. And you can find a ton of resources, all of our encouragement, and of course, join our Paleo e-party at www.paleopeptalk.com. And very important, if you have any questions, fun, silly, whatever it may be that you want us to talk about, please email them to us at paleopeptalk at gmail.com, or there's a place to submit your questions on our site. We cannot wait to hang out with you guys again next Monday, talking about our new topic, answering all of your burning paleo questions. Don't forget to send them to us. But now it's time for you to keep this paleo party going all week, and we'll meet you back here, same place, same time. 